Welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. The Daily Combat Podcast is brought to you as always by Olympic hopeful turned boxer and all-round sporting polymath Isabella Rossitano, arm wrestling influencer Hollywood Matt Connolly, and combat sports ring announcer Dave Stockbridge. So join Izzy, Dave, and Matt as we talk about the world of combat sports on this episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. Well, welcome to another episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge, and joining me to my right is Izzy Rossitano and Matt Hollywood Connolly. And of course, Greg Hearn has also joined us here at the table. Thanks so much, Greg. Hey, guys. How are we? So um, we were just talking a little bit off air about the pain of losing. Um, it's uh, nothing that we get into combat sports for, but unfortunately, it's something that you've got to endure. Uh, Greg, we touched on in our last episode. And for those people that are just tuning into this live stream uh, and or who uh, are just listening to this episode for the very first time, check out our last episode. It'll tell you all about Greg Hearn's story in combat sports. It's a, it's certainly one not to be missed. But, Greg, uh, you are telling us a little bit about that pain of losing yourself uh, in those dark moments of the last five or so fights. And I'm starting to think that's why you guys came around. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You, you want to talk about losing? Oh, we'll get the biggest loser in here. Here we are, sort it out. Um, yeah, uh, obviously losing is a part of sport, and I think it, it, it certainly... Um, is, is very detrimental in, in combat sports. Like you, you either win or you lose. There's no – they do have draws occasionally, but but most times it's it's that's it. There's the final cut. Like, and all the know. more brutal when it when yeah. it's a combat sport, like MMA, for yeah. instance, as well. It's a, it's a lot more than just egos getting crushed when yeah. when you lose. Yeah, but, but hey, look, we're, you know, there's a, there's a pretty cliched saying, like lessons, not losses, and, and that's what it is. Like, you know, if you – if you can't ever see a way to improve yourself after a loss, well then, then obviously you've you've probably probably at the end of your end of your rope. There's no way for you to to come back. But if if you you know, there's always that little glimmer, that always mm. little seed, that something that can grow from a loss, and and you know that that's what you want to turn into your next victory. Like you know, you really have to turn inward and and find that within yourself, don't you? you yeah, know, you have to have that faith that there there's a brighter day, and there and and that you've got you've got the power within you to overcome. Uh, all that led to that loss in the first place, and analyze that, and it must run through your mind. Um, yeah, well, 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 fighting overall is a, is a very individual sport, you mm. know. And like, and there's it's it's not like football or any combat sport is individual. Like, it's not like you know the traditional sports you play in in, in Australia where someone else can carry the load for a bit. Mm. You know, and like you know, old old superstar is going to have five minutes of and and bring your team back up, and you're going to get the victory. You know what I mean? Like, you, you need to look very personal inside yourself and actually understand well. Like, you know, like this is relying upon me. Yeah. Like, there are some other complexities to it, but but you're the only ever person who's ever going to be able to tell you the truth. You know yeah. whether you've trained hard enough to win. You know, you, you know, like you know, if you're gonna, if you're just getting punched that hard, that you're going to be able to stand up. Like with your arm, you know what I mean. Like you know when your arm can give out, and you know, you know personally when you've stopped, when you've just stopped going. Like you know, whereas you could have found that little bit extra that you could have just dug that little bit deeper. Like you're you're in control of that. Because you're, you're the only person in your mind. Mm. Right, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Right. That would be the worst thing to have lost because you gave up, you know. Mm. Yeah. If, mm. if it would be, you know, if a fight or an arm wrestle or any sort of position where you've lost and it was like, well, I made that conscious decision during that event to quit. Yeah. And that, mm. well, I think, for me, would be devastating. It'd just mm. be, you know, it's not something you could easily get over. It'd be like, why did I get to that point and say no more? 
Um, mm. Was it that I wasn't disciplined enough? I wasn't strong enough? You know, you'd have to go through those mental mm. barriers and to find out what what was the reason behind it. What can I do to make sure that next time, if I'm in that position, I don't say uh, no more. And and have you had any losses that have hung with you? Uh, yeah, well, I was going to ask that. I was like, what is everyone's worst loss on this table? I'd love to know. Let's start with Matt. Yeah, Tell yeah. us. Well, it was just on Sunday, just gone. So um, I had a match with a guy called Sledge, uh, Matt Finocchi. Um, I'd it'd been building up to this match. Um, he's ranked uh, third in the club. I'm ranked fifth. So I was like, you know, reasonably close. Um, and I was on a little bit of a win streak, feeling good, feeling like I had some momentum. And in training uh, with Sledge, you know, I'd been doing quite well and, and getting lots of pins on him and, you know, feeling strong. And I was like, I'm going into this match, you know, going, I think I can do this, you know. Uh, but when I stepped onto the table, it was like going against a different person. Like he he changed, like, his face. 60, you know? 60% in training, 100% yeah. in competition. Oh, I hate those people. I hate those people. Yeah. Okay. But when he got on there, he was serious and he had that look, you know, and it was like, oh. <laughs> I thought we were friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was no more playing around and it was like, come on, no, let's go, you know, and and he was three times stronger than he was normally and I, and I lost, like, 3-0 and it wasn't close at all oh. and it was, like, instant pins um, and, yeah, it's hard to watch it back. I had to go and cut that footage later, <laughs> later that night, and I was doing it like with you know one eye sort of Aww. looking at it. But yeah, that that depression sort of fell in like for the next few days, and um, yeah, I still haven't been able to sort of look back and sort of recognise where I went wrong. Um, I've just messaged him actually before we started tonight and said, oh, you know, well done, congratulations, you know. Um, it took you four not, days. That's yeah. not, not what you showed me. You were yeah. like, hope you die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i never talk to you again. Don't ever come back to the club. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to, when I can, get over it, um, sort of look at, you know, where did I go wrong and what, what things can I change to make sure that that doesn't happen again because it's not a good feeling like getting blown out of the water. You know, it wasn't like I, I had an obvious moment where it was like, oh, this is the thing you did wrong or you made this tactical error or it was just like, you ready to go? Lose. Ready to go? Lose. Ready to go? Lose. <laughs> like, that sucked. That's a- <laughs> so, There's nothing to learn here other than I suck maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe that's pretty the, much. That's the big takeaway. So, yeah. Dave, you've got to be more constructive. <laughs> uh, don't listen to that, Matt. Yeah. No, that's no, right. I'll, I'll take that on myself soon. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. It's so a psychological this is, warfare this going is on. This is a demoralisation <laughs> of Matt going on. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if you don't have that down, you're not going to have the up and it's not going to be worth it to you. And it just sort of shows that. This is something that I valued, something I really wanted. I mm. wanted to earn that victory. I wanted to win. And it's, uh, you know, to lose is, uh, mm. well, it was important to me. It was like I wanted to win that. I had thought about it um, for weeks going up to it, you know, had planned what I was going to do. I had my strategy, my game plan. It didn't work. So mm. now I've got to rebuild, come back, try to re-engage and get better. Um, but, yeah, it's that real dip down now so coming from a couple of wins where i so i beat i was number six i beat number five uh in tim graham uh, which i didn't expect to do mm. um and that was He's probably the high. most experienced competitor Absolutely. in south australia yeah. yeah so that was the big high <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the big crash so yeah that's all right i mean so where to next what do, what do you what do you change do you do you change anything nutrition or it, <laughs> yeah, that's right. weight cutting yeah. um, <laughs> Um, I think I, 
the, the funny thing with arm wrestling, it, it it's like 90% is right in that setup mm. where you set your hand and that first inch off that start is whether or not you will get the victory. And it's very rare that you will get a bit of a back and forth. Mm. Usually the person who gets what they want at the start mm. will will dominate, dominate and get that mm. victory in a second. It's a flash. It's done. Um, and you, the other person, if they don't know what the other person did to get that position, it's sort of like, how did I, how did I lose? Like, what did mm-hmm. he do? And then if you're watching it back, this is why I always say to people, watch the footage, watch the videos. And I should take my own advice for that. <laughs> <laughs> but where were your, where was your hand? Where was his, his elbow? Where was his shoulder? Did you miss the start? Did you, did it slip? Go to straps? Are you not confident in straps? Maybe you need to work on that. So yeah, it's, I've just got to look at what he did. I mean, he he wrote back. This is like literally before we walked in here. He just, <laughs> I said, you know, you you felt three times stronger. Um, congratulations, well done. And he said, yeah, I just um top hold top rolled really hard into your fingers, and I was like, huh, mm, okay. This doesn't <laughs> normally do that. It normally hooks. So mm. I was not expecting that at all. I was <laughs> definitely. Thought- and could you feel that at the time? Because well, you, you don't. That seems like a surprise to you. Now. It was a surprise. It yeah. was. Yeah. I mean. Didn't hook obviously in the match. He he top rolled. He did what he said he was going to do. Um, he never does that in training. Hmm. So yeah, it was my game plan was built around what I knew that hmm. he's strong at and what he was probably going to do. Um, but yeah, not having time to adjust because it's it's you know it's go and you you're already three quarters of the way down before you're like oh he's <laughs> he's top rolling. <laughs> but it's like doink and you hit the pad and you're like oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the the detriments of the sport is, and it can can be frustrating with arm wrestling. Is like you know you can do great in training and with slow slow pulls, and it's like okay, you ready? Let's go. Maybe you, just explain to people what a slow pull is, as yeah, opposed to sure. Yeah. Um. So with a proper competition match, you have a referee that lines your hands up, make sure that everything's even, uh, which people manipulate the hell out of. <laughs> um, it's never even. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But uh, and then. They'll take their hands off, say, ready, go. And then you go for it and it's a match. And it's usually over in one second or two seconds at the most, really. And if you do get a bit of back and forth, that's where it's really exciting. Uh, in slow pools, it's where you, you it's like a training session. So you'll get on the table with somebody and be like, um, are you ready? Yeah, oh, okay, let's let's go. And then I might be wanting to work on my defense. So they might I might just wait for them to start pushing um, and I'll just sort of catch that and feel that. So it's more um, like sparring. Yeah, it's like that. And I might be working on certain things and then, you know, we're, we're going back and forth as to, well, I felt really like you were really strong here or it felt like if you turned your wrist that way and you're sort of trying to help each other mm. to find out, you know, what's working, what isn't working uh, in a match. There's none of that. It's just, you know, <laughs> this is this is the arm wrestle. It is the competition and it's off that go mark. You've got your game plan and it's hard to react to the other person. Uh, if, if you didn't... Recognize what they were doing in their setup, mm. which I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, yeah, it, and I think it just comes with the experience and time and knowing. Oh, he's going. I think he's. I think he's going to try and press. You know, mm. the way he's got his shoulder. You know. Oh, okay. Well, I need. I'm. I've got to make sure I pull really hard back off the start. Mm. And this is all in you know microseconds that you've got to make. You've got to recognize that instantly. And maybe they were faking you out. Maybe they were setting up like that. But really, they were going to come back over the top. So mm. there is that little game and gamesmanship side of it, which can be uh, a difficult thing to overcome. <laughs> <laughs> and and for people who are interested in elite level arm wrestling, uh, the gentleman that uh, you competed against, who you lost to uh-huh. uh, on the Sunday night, uh, will be. Uh, 
will be featuring at the DFC at DFC 12 with uh, Laz uh, the Berserker Borta. That's right. Um, so who had a fantastic, uh, I think, one of the most viewed matches um, that we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it just which was a, started off as a bit of a training pull and yeah. then, and then um, has eventuated into this huge match which is going to be taking place in in front of over a thousand uh, fight fans there at the Adelaide Oval. So, which is uh, fantastic for arm wrestling to be part of such a huge event as well. So, um, awesome. mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we really appreciate the opportunity to, to jump on board. Um, I know a guy who's involved in that. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Greek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he came up with the name when he was driving around Melbourne. And he was like, yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> um, you guys really want <laughs> Yeah. So, um, Sledge is taking on, yeah, uh, Last the Berserker. Uh, in the matches that you were talking about, um, mm. they've had two actually. These crazy like training, like they were just you know on the table with each other, and it was back it and escalated forth, quickly, back and forth, hundred percent. They were both going like ballistic, um, and it went for about forty five seconds to a minute, which is unheard Forever. of really in arm wrestling. And it was it was really close back and forth, and they've done that twice. So mm. yeah. um, to see the actual proper match where it's a ready go competition start would be like. I'm not sure who's going to win. This is really close. They're both like very, very close in their strength aspect. So very contrasting styles. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So Lass is a, a top roller. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sledge is very strong in the hook. Although he beat me with the top roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we've got on this Sunday, we've got um the number one ranked guy versus the number two ranked guy in our club. Hey. Yeah. Mm. So Lass is number two rank. Uh, he's taking on a guy called Taron. Tyrannosaurus uh, mm. broad, very strong in the hook position. Uh, not a huge guy. He's probably five foot seven, five yeah. nine, something like that. Um, you know, eighty three kilos, but nineteen inch arms. Oh, yeah. Well, Why is he called Tyrannosaurus? <laughs> His name's Taron. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Because it's the stupid nickname that I come yeah. up with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt bestows nicknames on people, and then they get stuck with it, even if they don't like it. That's a, they get stuck with it after so, that. So, so what's yours? Uh, Hollywood. 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 <laughs> I got it. Yeah, I think Matt gave himself that nickname. Though. I was wondering how you got that nickname. I, did, I, yeah. I was wondering how he got that nickname. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah. You Just, like Hollywood? Yeah, yeah no, I, I did a lot of acting work. Um, uh -huh. which should be unnamed, but um, yeah. <laughs> Very. Deep, uh, very deep down in the the dark web, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what's, what's the, the porn? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's fun. I mean, that's one of the marketing aspects that we tried to come up with um, was to have nicknames for people. Yeah. So when I put these videos out on YouTube, um, people will recognize. Oh, this is Iron Man. This is. The, the engineer, this is the Viking, this is Kratos, this is Hollywood. You know, it's uh, it's easier to remember than Dave, John, Barry, Small. You know, yeah. Small. Paul. <laughs> small. Small Paul. That wants to be that guy. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I swear, baby. <laughs> yeah. So um, that, that sort of thing. It, and people have turned up to the club knowing the nicknames as opposed to knowing the actual person. Yeah. So, oh, you're Dynamite, aren't you? It's like, oh, man, <laughs> yeah. yeah, how did you know that? So, uh, how did you get involved in arm wrestling? Yeah. What, what, you know, it, me and you had a bit of a relationship outside of this. and I never knew you'd be interested in arm wrestling. No, that's right. Yeah, I mean, we used to work security down at uh, Marion Shopping Centre. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was uh, one of the nightclubs there. Yeah. Um, so... 
yeah, it was always sort of looking uh, in bodybuilding and, and that sort of thing and, and watching a lot of combat sports, really interested in it. Um, when the UFC came around, that became my number one thing. I've not nothing else was on the on the radar. It was all into UFC. Um, but then with the arm wrestling stuff, I mean, I, I said this uh, story last week, and it was briefly. So uh, Devin Larratt, the Canadian uh, current heavyweight champion, came through Adelaide and put on a seminar. Uh, I went along to that and got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd been watching um, arm wrestling on YouTube, and I'd seen sort of the main characters that you know had. Um, they have a following. So Devin, Devin was one of those guys, probably the the number one in terms of popularity mm. of, of YouTube. So when he was coming through Adelaide, it popped up on my Facebook. I'm like, I've got to go see this. This will be great. Um, he was awesome. And then most of the guys that were at the Adelaide club were at that event. And they said, um, if you're interested, come along to the club. Um, and so, yeah, started from that and just uh, it was sort of periodic to start with um, because you get beaten and sure. you're like, I never want to go back. <laughs> you know, your arms are just sore. Uh, it's just so different to to lifting weights in the gym. You know, where you you're always doing you know a biomechanical kind of you know it's a curl or it's a you know a preacher curl or something like that. When you've got somebody hanging on your arm and your wrist is bent and so they're pushing back and forth, it's just completely different. Um, sort of arms. Uh, it's like muscle. toothache, but in your arms. Oh, for weeks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, your wrists and everything. It's just different. You know, it's just a different sort of feeling that you get um, for that training and, and a lot of joints kind of work in there as well. Mm. Uh, but knowing that there was different techniques and different um, strategies to the victory and then sort of as, over time sort of developing a skill uh, and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm getting somewhere with this um, and then really enjoying it and everyone at the club being really friendly and welcoming and um, we were saying this last week, you know, very humble and mm. because you lose, you know, they they were a beginner at the same time, yeah. you know, so they they would have lost thousands of matches uh, leading into it. So to get to that point to say, um, you know, uh, you're you're welcome to come in and let's have an arm wrestle and and that sort of thing. So there, there wasn't that ego. Yeah. Um, and then as you improve, you know, when new people come in, you're doing the same thing. You know, you're letting them work, you're letting them pin you over and over, so they can get the idea of the techniques. Uh, and yeah, it was just. That, that sort of progressed. Um, the guy who was running the club, um, Tim Graham, uh, who's still involved, um, he had had enough of sort of doing it, mm. running running all the events and planning everything. Uh, he asked if I wanted to step up and take it on, which I said, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been making a few clips and YouTube stuff and stuff out there prior to that, but it was when that opportunity came up, I was like, awesome. I'm gonna make a plan. I'm gonna set some goals. We're gonna like come up with you know the shirts, the Titans name, the the logo, and websites, and nicknames, and videos, and yeah, um, yeah we were lucky enough to get onto the Apex event as well that Diamondback put on, uh, held a tournament there, which was originally supposed to just be a, a club tournament. You know, it was just mm. let's let's get everyone from the club to come along. We'd organised it for one of our nights down at the community centre, mm. <laughs> and then <laughs> Dave like um. I've got us on the uh, Apex card at uh, uh, the Nord Oval. It's going to be a few thousand people there. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it certainly, certainly was a um, not a highlight, but, but like I'm not even going to say shock because that sounds really rap, like bad. But like I was really surprised at how well supported it was, and then even listening to, to you now talk about it, like. Isn't it just two meatheads trying to like arm wrestling? Like you, you guys have got strategies. You've got like you know, like terminology that I'm not. I'm not really familiar with that. So it's it's, yeah. it's really good, and it's it's 
sounds really exciting. Like, yeah, yeah, you've obviously got a lot of passion about it. You're trying to, you know, it's it's, it's good. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, I can great. certainly see why you're drawn towards it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, well, that's one of the, the good things about it is that anybody can do it. And it's just like, you've got an arm, put your arm on the table, let's go. You, know, you don't <laughs> you need just one arm. Did, like, was, just did, one. You, did you say <laughs> anybody can do it? Oh, that's right. Oh, well, no. well, well, Izzy did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I did. Izzy, uh, Izzy's our women's champion. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah. First time arm wrestling in a competition, she she won. <laughs> I'm very grateful. I was given a awarded a tremendous trophy. It's my favourite award it ever. It's yeah. this big. I took it straight. I was recording that night in the music studio, and I bought my trophy in with me and the producers loved it <laughs> it was a highlight really oh it was fantastic and if it wasn't for apex and and having it there because i'd seen i'd also seen arm wrestling on youtube mm. and i thought well how am i gonna how am i gonna do this i remember seeing it and i was like well that looks awesome mm. one day and my mom had always told me that my grandma was a really good arm wrestler mm. so i was always like when that opportunity it's in comes. The genes. So it's a family, yeah. family tradition. Family yeah. tradition, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you will arm wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> you too will, yeah, fulfill the family destiny. Um, yeah, and then I was uh, saw the Apex Festival and I was like, oh, what, what can I do? <laughs> I want to do something at this festival. What and you I could do? have done a whole bunch of stuff, as it turns out. Yeah, well, I did. Yeah. I also entered the uh, State Freestyle Wrestling Championships. Uh, I was, was going to say, how, how did that come about? Well, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. So I, well, I got to just inform our listeners that I had the opportunity for my first ever freestyle amateur wrestle to be with a bronze Commonwealth Games medalist, <laughs> none other than Taylor, Taylor Ford, Ford, who's yeah. a beautiful wow. person, wow. absolutely awesome wrestler. She's a beast. She is. And I can <laughs> tell you um, when you before you were describing your fights and how like, you know, and you were saying it as well, when you're wrestling, it might not look like it from the outside, but even when you're full on like pressing your body against someone else, it does take away your energy. And mm. that being my first fight, I couldn't believe how much energy I was like I was I was needing oxygen when all I was trying to do was take down my opponent Taylor. Mm. Mm. Um, and I think you know definitely in terms of uh, Greg mentioned uh, in the previous podcast about when he's wrestled someone who's been a friend, um, how it's uh, it's a very interesting experience because you, you are in a fight or a wrestle and you want to take down that person, but at the same time they're your friend. And you're, like, <laughs> you're like, all right, let's do it now. And there were definitely moments where I could tell, um, you know, there was one moment I think my foot slipped or something and she could have definitely thrown me probably backflipped me three times in the air and then smashed me on the ground, but she chose not to. So oh, that's nice <laughs> I'm grateful for that, yeah. So what kind of preparation did you have for that? Because <laughs> you're boxing at the moment. You were on the water just last episode. We were talking about you preparing for the Olympics. Yeah. And and then, you know, just as a sideline, you decide to come up against elite wrestlers. Yeah, well, the opportunity presented itself, Dave. If I'm perfectly honest, the preparation I really had was just wrestling my siblings at home throughout my childhood. Okay. Um, <laughs> And, and what was your record? <laughs> I'd rather not mention it. On uh, I don't think I ever won. Um, but uh, I did watch a lot of videos, yes. Um, yeah. I didn't have the opportunity to actually practice at all. But I did do a fair bit of grappling in 2015. I did some by a fair bit, I mean three sessions. <laughs> so by a fair bit is a definitive term. Yeah, 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 yeah. Depends on what you've done previously, which is zero. So yeah, exactly. I did three, three one-hour sessions. 300% more than you've ever done in your life. Exactly. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. But um, it's funny. <laughs> there you go. That was my wrestling career. So oh. 
But is that my, the end of the wrestling career or is this sort of future? Well, I'm hoping for a rematch against Taylor. Oh. Ah. Um, so how did it go? How, how did things end up with well, Taylor? Well, I think I scored two points or three points, okay. which I was wow. quite happy with. Yeah. Actually, T- Taylor stepped off the mat to get a drink. Brutal. It didn't quite happen like that. Let me inform you guys. Yeah, no, I was really surprised. I mean, it was really fun, but just, yeah, I did I did get I think two or three, I can't quite remember. Yeah. Um, and it was just, uh, how did I find find it? First off, it was awesome. It was so much more fun. I was scared shitless. Like Taylor Ford is amazing. Like she's very good um, and I am a beginner. <laughs> um, so I was scared shitless. I didn't want to do it, but she didn't have anyone else to wrestle. There wasn't a single other female oh, really? wrestler. Yeah, yeah, there was no one else to do it. Um, hmm. So I was, I thought I not, might die. Not, not surprised when Taylor's registering. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> and actually, funnily enough, funnily enough, um, I had a masseuse tell me, a sports masseuse, she's like, oh, yeah, I love wrestling. I used to do it. And she's like, but then this awesome girl came from New Zealand and I was too scared to wrestle anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I know exactly who you're talking about. Wow. Um, so she's got that effect on people. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, it was just such a really fun experience. Um, so was it you just really filling in to help a friend? It was. Or, it was. Yeah. It pretty much was. I mean, it was the state championships yeah. um, and it was important, I think, for rankings and so on. Yeah. Um, but I was even warned against it. So my sister, huh. who is an experienced judoka, huh. um, she told me, she's like, don't do it. Like, do you realise? And, and, and then she picked me on her shoulder, picked me up on her shoulder in one move and said, you know, she can throw you down like this and uh, you can get this issue. You can break your neck. You can do this, you know. <laughs> so she's like, are you sure you want to do this? Fake, she fake said, news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I should have spoken to Greg before. Maybe, maybe you would have encouraged me. Yeah. yeah. But no, my sister said, literally, she's like, sent me a big long text, like, be careful, like, you might die. <laughs> so I was scared. So going, like, I've studied sports psychology and, you know, going into that wrestle, I thought I was going to die. But I'm like, I was literally, I was pale. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. But then, yeah, where I love, I actually really. I'd love to do freestyle wrestling. At the moment, I don't have time because I'm doing boxing, but, like, yeah. I really enjoyed it. If there was more, if there was an opportunity in South Australia, if there were plenty of girls and it was a, a sport I could, you know, Sink really, your teeth into, yeah. really do, I'd love to do it. Like, because it's, yeah, it was a really interesting experience. Like, the whole, I love how you start, like, you know, the stance when you begin is pretty fun. And, mm. Yeah. But was she aware that you were a beginner, that you had never done it before? Yes, yes. Right, okay. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. That, so she sort of. She was- definitely, oh. Yeah, she definitely could have killed me. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, absolutely, oh, absolutely. Good. She could have destroyed me, but yeah. she was uh, very generous. Oh, that's her. good. Yeah, she has some good personality. She let me have fun. There. She did. Oh, oh yeah, she's great. an amazing person. Awesome. Yeah, and that's and- what we try to do with like if we have the tournament. So if yeah. you know if somebody's a beginner or they've never done it before, yeah. um, we'll actually say to the other guys like this guy's never tried. Don't. Don't yeah. smash him. Like, just, you know, nice. That's what oh, they were saying. Nice. That's what they are saying about you. Yeah, like, no, like, just, you know, before, just go you easy. Didn't say yeah. that before yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's not how I got that trophy, was it? Because the last thing you want to do is have uh, somebody step up for the very first time and just get an injury mm. or, you know, just get obliterated mm. and be like, I'll never do Demoralized. that. Demoralized. Yeah. Then you want to see him back next week. That's right. Yeah. So that was great that she did that. So, freestyle wrestling. The Apex tournament, um, you've stepped onto the mat mm-hmm. and they said, okay, go. Did you know what you <laughs> did were you know what to do? do? Or, or uh, did okay. you have the basics? Or? Well, two things. First off, I have to point out that my favorite, one of my favorite things about wrestling is you get to wear the same uniform that I used to do canoeing, which is like we called it a zoot suit. It's pretty much a unitard. 
So I got to pull out my old Australian uh-huh. suit suit and oh, wear excellent. that again. So that, that made me feel kind of confident. That <laughs> yeah. was my little confidence booster. Um, but no, five minutes beforehand, I had a wrestling masterclass from Taylor, who uh-huh. is a great coach. Yeah. Um, sure, she might coach online if anyone listening needs yeah, no, some no, wrestling. She, she, she did some coaching down at our club for a little while. She's very, go. very knowledgeable. So Very knowledgeable and yeah. also great soul, really. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I had some practice. I think I did some flip thing and showed, she showed me how to fall. Okay. Um, and that was. <laughs> She's like, you were going to need this. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Just learn. Yeah, pretty much. So I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a pointer, which made me feel pretty like a bit more confident, like this less is- like she's going to, she kept telling me, she kept telling me, don't worry, I'm going to be nice. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, okay, there's two ways <laughs> that can go. She's either like meaning that or because I know like, and this is what my sister had said to me too, is like if I was boxing a beginner, an absolute beginner, mm. I could say, oh, yeah, of course I'm going to take it easy on them. But then mm. once we're in the ring, I might just be like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> like, you know, this is They're time. not going to know the difference. Ding, 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 <laughs> let's go, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, right. But she was, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so what happened? So, yeah, stepped on the mat and then I think I can't really remember it was a blurb, but the first thing I remember is within like 20 seconds, Gassing. Out. Right. I couldn't believe how much cardio was involved. Like you're, you're not. It doesn't. It's not like you're going for a run, but it feels like you are. That's definitely for anyone who hasn't experienced grappling or wrestling. Mm. I was really surprised by that. Mm. Like mm. massively. That did. I didn't expect that. It's like this isometrics. Like you. You just got that constant tension rather <laughs> yeah, than like we're a- like sweating. Yeah. We're just like grappling each other. Like, and I think I probably had a bit of probably like two or three kilos weight advantage on her. I think at that point as well too. Yeah. Um. So you know we're just like doing that and just like you know. Full on getting tired from yeah. doing that. Yeah, it's crazy. That. Well, all credit to you for jumping on the mat. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks. well done. It was good fun. Did it was a great fun. I think I got a little silver medal too. So. Yeah, you got the silver medal. Yeah, so you got I, sil- I got all the medal that day. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what, all the I haven't blend. picked it up yet though because you know why I missed out on the medal presentations because I was doing the arm wrestling. Ah, you're too busy winning over at the yeah. arm wrestling table. Yeah, yeah we, that <laughs> trophy was humongous that we <laughs> I'll bring it in next time. Yeah, so yeah. I think the listeners want to say it. Yeah, That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, uh, I mean, this, this is a really interesting story. You're quite the sporting polymath. Like, you'll literally give anything a go. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what kind of skill set were you bringing to to wrestling or bringing to arm wrestling? You, you, given that you technically have no knowledge of either of the sports, mm. um, what gives you that level of confidence to feel like I can give this a go? Um, well, I think at this stage, I've now considered myself a multi-sport athlete. Yeah. <laughs> I've just, a lot of people ask me, I think I even got a DM today, what sport have you chosen? And I had a comment the other day, like, your sports cupboard must be massive. And I'm like, no, you can't fit like a boat and a sleigh <laughs> and everything in a car. I don't have a cupboard. Um, <laughs> um, well, I think a lot of a lot of things to me is a lot about your mindset. That's huge for me. I really think a lot of the time it's about what's going on inside the mind and mm. that's what wins, especially to me in combat sports. That's That must be pretty big because, and that's why I love them more than anything, as I've always thought, and recently I had this experience which meant the world to me would love to have really smashed it. Can't talk about it yet, but okay. when I can. <laughs> um, and what let me down then was my physicality. I've always felt like my mind is my strongest mm. weapon. Um, and my body has always been, look, let's be honest, my cardio has always been <laughs> what kind of stops me actually in everything in life. So for me, you know, to see an opportunity, like I've always wanted to try arm wrestling. I've always like liked the look of wrestling as mm. well. 
Um, I've always admired it. Um, to me, I just think, oh, what an awesome opportunity. I get to have a go at that. Mm. Um, and that's what makes me want to do it. And in terms of my confidence, I mean, going up against uh, Taylor was mm. very scary. I wouldn't say I was confident, yeah. but uh, I think I'm pretty good at um, kind of getting in the zone. Mm. You know, I'm a big Rocky fan. <laughs> just listen to Muhammad Ali's speeches or Rocky's speeches and that gets me. Jake, Jake Paul's features. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God, there's a limit. If you reach five, uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw this waterball. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. But what about you guys? If you saw that opportunity, would you would you give it a go as no, well? No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> why, why not? Be, uh, it would have hurt. Have you and seen his suits? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Beautiful. Very nice. Well, Dave, Dave got onto the arm wrestling table, uh, you know, just out of an interest. You had an, uh, you actually owned an arm wrestling table. Mm. You before owned you, one? Before you'd come on. To the club already. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to give it a go first, and and I arm wrestled well, all my win. friends. Who didn't know, <laughs> I need to practice. Yeah. Well, one of those guys who just has everything he doesn't need, <laughs> um, like a treadmill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I had the table, and um, I had it at work because I, I I didn't have people at home that I could say, oh, you know, get my wife on the table or something. <laughs> so I'd wait for clients Sorry, and people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Dave, about getting the wife on the table? She wouldn't get on the table. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I'd, I'd, I'd look at clients and uh, anybody who happened to be around the office, uh, let's have a go, let's have a go. And um, and all I was doing in my mind was like, I, I wanted to find out what the guys on YouTube were, do, were doing. Yeah. It's all YouTube. Just, this is where arm wrestling lives. Yeah, anyway, right, yeah, it's it. the gateway drug to, yeah. to uh, <laughs> arm wrestling. And, uh, yeah, so I was uh, just, just trying to get a bit of a feel for it. And then uh, it wasn't until um, uh, – and, we, and we'll talk about there's a, an app which is basically um, – <laughs> I was, I was going to say it's a, it's basically grinder for uh, arm wrestlers. <laughs> As you mentioned, grinder just a little bit it's, earlier. It's exactly <laughs> the same. It's not exactly is, the is, same. Is there consequences if you lose? Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it could be grinder. There's more, there's more tape time. Um, so, um, so yeah, there's this app, and and on this app there was a, a couple of guys. Taron was one of them. So. Uh, he said, oh, you know, come around to my place and uh, we've Wait. got a table here. <laughs> Wait, and- no, we need to pause this. this so this you're telling me though. I can go into the app store and download an app that partners me up with <laughs> arm, arm wrestling, wrestling matches? Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's called... Where yeah. you get invited to strangers' houses to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're there, oh, yeah. and other arm wrestling friends are waiting for you at the top of the driveway. Um, <laughs> <That's right>. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I went to a, a strange uh, young man's house, and um, <laughs> he had his table at the top of the driveway, and uh, uh, Leon was there as well. And uh, so we, we literally we met each other there and uh, started arm wrestling. And, and I didn't know I was arm wrestling the number one guy in the, uh, in the <laughs> rankings or anything like that. And, uh, you know, it was this little young guy and I was thinking to myself a pretty strapping strong kind of character and yeah, my arm just kept going over and going over and then the second time I went I ripped my distal tendon uh, that wasn't Taryn's fault that was Leon uh, well not fault we should <laughs> say yeah, fault but yeah, it, yeah. and uh, um, but I loved it you know and uh, and it was enough to to, to get me back and mm. yeah so um, but uh, I can't remember exactly what the point of all of that was but nonetheless you know no, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah the, that was your first anyone... arm wrestling, yeah, pretty much right. how you got into arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that, that, so that was it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and since I, I look, I, I probably acknowledged now at this point, I'm not going to be an elite level arm wrestler. Um, and uh, but I love the culture, I love the sport, uh, the people that are involved. It's um, surprisingly mm-hmm. like super family friendly, as you were mentioning about mm-hmm. MMA. Like uh, I think people have like a 
a certain perception, but mm. it does come to combat sports about the people that are in the sports mm. when in reality, you know, those people have a great deal of humility. Um, they're normally really accommodating, it's, it's super welcoming, and uh, and want you to be part of the community as much as you want to be a part of it. Mm. And uh, so uh, that's what I've enjoyed um, so far about the arm wrestling community and what I found in combat sports and strength sports, just generally speaking as well. Mm, exactly. It's a quiet confidence that you've got in your, in your own ability, whether it's mm. like when you know you can take care of yourself. Mm. So typically I tend to find that, that people are more accommodating, as you said, like they're more they're more generous, they're more willing to help people because it's like, well, I can give this to you. You, mm. you can't take it from me mm. like I can give it to you. And, and for those people who put that front up where they are worried about people taking the shit is generally because I can't, I can't stop someone from doing this. Yeah. So I better act pretty big. I'm, I'm going to fall back into the, the the nature sort of style of, oh, yeah, big is better, you know what I mean? Like no one no one messes with the elephant because it's the biggest thing in the jungle. Yes. You know? Whereas, you know, like, and that's what I think like, people tend to, to try to promote, like, oh, the bigger I get or the scarier I look, people mm. are going to leave me alone. Yeah. But th- those, those guys who, who you should really be worried about yeah. are the ones who are almost like, hey, come here, take my stuff. <laughs> like, it's all, mate, it's fine, take it, it's all good. Like, you know, because – they know they've got the inane ability to take it back if they want. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, look, I even think that might have been, uh, <clears throat> not to be too uh, introspective, but when, when I consider why it is that I started doing weight training and that type of thing, very definitely I grew up in the northern suburbs of Adelaide, um, very, very working class. Um, we grew up quite poor. Uh, you're in a particular type of environment where, you know, people are trying to, you know, assert themselves and, uh, that that bully mentality is um, is prevalent, and uh, so you know there's a couple of things you can do. You know you can become the victim, or you can try and you know equip yourself with the tools that, so that you can make your way through life. And uh, you know for some that's it, you know picking up some fighting skills. Others it's you know getting stronger in the gym, and uh, you know. But I think all of that is just part of that journey of you know once you've accumulated a certain uh, level of physicality and strength and confidence, then you'd look for the most appropriate ways to dedicate that. And, you know, you see that with a lot of um, athletes, especially strength and, and combat sports athletes, they get to a certain point in their career and it's all about giving back. Um, and it's all about the legacy. They really think about the impact of what it is that, uh, not what they're doing when they're punching people in the face, but in terms of their ethic and how they hold themselves and how other people perceive them, it starts to become really uh, fundamental to their behaviour. Absolutely. We, I mean, you would have experienced this in the security industry as well. It's, it's funny that it's called the security industry, but it's full of insecure people. Uh, <laughs> really? Oh, really? I didn't oh, know absolutely. that. That's, see, that's yeah, interesting. Sure. You know, yeah. the, the, the look you were talking about just then where it's like, I've got to look really big and tough the entire time. And I just mm. imagine those people that when they get home, they just be like, oh, I'm relaxed now. <laughs> oh, oh, I fun, do that man. anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly what I do when I sit on the couch. Yeah, because yeah, it's, a, it, you know, it's a front that they're trying to present. Yeah. Uh, to the world, like I'm big and strong and tough. Don't mess with me, you know, the, the entire time. But it's sort of, as you said, you know, the people that are that have experienced adversity, that have gone through, you know, with combat or you know, with with difficult uh, challenges and gotten through them, um, they're the people that are friendly, they're happy to help. That you know, they're not there going. I must tell everyone how strong and big and tough I am, mm. and you know I will get as many tattoos and shave my head and get this and you know look like I've, a staunch. I've, I've, you know. I've got tattoos. And shave my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was always more worried about the person who who, who was you know quietly confident than the bigger guy. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the bigger guy, you know, the guy, the guy who's quiet and confident, he generally knows stuff, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, for sure. You got to be careful of that, and you can see him as well. Like you know, he's standing in the crowd, and one guy's just sort of being quiet, and he's just calculating, and it's like, yeah. oh, I've got to keep my 
I know that guy because he's, he's going to do he something. He, he know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that welcoming community is so important. And I think it only comes from you know, the people that have been there have, have, have been destroyed and lost, you know, devastated, whatever, for, you know, hundreds of times and continued to come back mm. and then gotten better from that and gotten that growth. Mm. Uh, and then to be able to see a new person come into it um, and it's like, well, I have experienced the point at where you are, you know, where you are at the moment. You're a beginner. You don't know the techniques, the this, that, whatever. So rather than just beating you, I'm going mm. to help you get to get better. Mm. Um, yeah, it's one of those uh, things with bullying. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, uh, going through that, you were saying northern suburbs and, and, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. I, I had a similar sort of thing. Like in mm. you know, high school was very uh, bullied and... Um, yeah, had had a lot of negative experiences, which sort of drove me on uh, for years afterwards. Probably up till I was maybe thirty, where it was just every workout, every time I stepped foot into the gym, I was imagining those moments and mm. how much I, you know, I could mm. sort of fuel those those workouts mm. with that anger and that mm. rage and that uh, I guess pain, like you know, mm. the the difficulty of mm. having those experiences and then trying to turn it into something positive, but. Um, yeah, stepping into a place where now with arm wrestling where you can you can mm. um, have a, people that you know if you have an ego and you and you have like an insecurity and you're coming in to beat everybody and try to prove yourself, it's it's not going to work. And you'll either change your mind or you'll just quit and go somewhere else and try mm. it somewhere yeah. else. But um, yeah, thankfully it it's sort of like one of those things where you'll get beaten enough. And go okay, but everyone's really nice and they're friendly, and I'm losing, but um, I'm growing. Know, I'm, I'm getting better. Yeah, and I'm feeling stronger. And then as you progress, you're like, oh, I, I'm stronger than this guy now, and I mm. feel like I'm getting the understanding behind what I'm doing. And mm. over time, you know, for me, it's I mean, two and a half years, but um, you know, feeling quite confident, and then yeah, not having that difficulty of uh, trying to put on a false persona of I'm. I'm really big and strong. Like, <laughs> no one cares. No one cares, mate. That's that's what losses teach you. Right. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's an important lesson. Like, you know, as, as as a parent as well. Like, you need to teach your kid about losses. Like, you particularly like the security industry made really highlighted to to how parenting had, had sort of changed and morphed. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. when you, when you got like a, a young young you know 17, 18 year old boy full of piss and vinegar mm -hmm. screaming in your face like you can't touch me and it was mm -hmm. it's like why? What's what's stopping me? Like, oh, I'm stopping me at this point in time. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, you know, I think that's you know again to highlight the, the benefits of combat sports. Like, you know, these people are welcoming because you are going to lose, mm. right? And and through loss comes growth, and through growth, you know, comes development. And and you know, it's it's interesting to to, to hear you talk about how obviously you know, you'll lose and you'll lose and then you'll get better and you'll get better. You know. Right. Nobody likes to lose, mm. right? But it's such a common occurrence in our life. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like we've all had that job we've applied for that we didn't get, right? And then how, how does how do you get how does that get handled when you don't get that job? Mm. Does that person then like ring and go, "Hey, you shit," and then hang up the phone? <laughs> no, no, they don't. They they normally, hey, look, yeah, you know, um, yeah, you know, I'd like you to work on this, or yeah, you know, there was a bit more successful candidate at this point in time, right? And as as a kid, like when you especially when you first starting to find out, like about you know loss because. It almost seems like we went off the rails there for quite a while, mm -hmm. and yeah, you, know, oh, you have a participation trophy, mm -hmm. like oh, yeah, we can't keep score, like yeah, mm -hmm. like in sports, and it's like, well, no, mm -hmm. like it doesn't work in the real life. Like exactly. if 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 someone goes, someone so gets a you know, 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, the, the CEO of Qantas, oh, it makes X amount of money a year. The guy picking up rubbish doesn't make that much money. Mm. But like all through growing up, he was told that, no, you guys are equal. Right. Well, I'm mm. guessing the guy who's the CEO, of the you know, he put a lot of effort into his education, got himself to that point. Not to say the other person, who, who, whatever job they're doing, you know, like hasn't put the same amount of effort in. But, mm. but you know, you've, you've got to differentiate between, you know, what, what a loss is and, and how you can overcome from a loss. You don't just go, oh, well, we shouldn't teach anyone about loss. We won't talk about it because mm. then, then everything mm. will be okay. Well, no, that's how it works you need to learn how to lose yeah Yeah. for sure yeah you've got to overcome adversity and yeah yeah, put yourself in positions and yeah i hate that that participation trophy stuff yeah Yeah. absolutely robs people and like you said 17 18 year old that's standing there yelling and screaming at you they've never you know you've never been in a fight (laughs) you have never been and if you do get in the fight with me and you lose uh you're the one that's going to be running to the police, police and yeah. the lawyers. And the, I, you know, I, I, like... I had a young lad one, one night. I won't mention the venue, but he, he'd obviously made a decision that he was going to urinate somewhere he shouldn't urinate. <laughs> oh, not. And then, then we've had a quiet conversation on the way out. Uh, and then once we're outside, um, yeah, and he's got all his mates around him, he's gotten a bit bigger and he's, you know, and he's starting to fire up. Cool. No worries. And then he's got on the phone to his dad. And his dad, <laughs> dad was a notorious person. Mm-hmm. So his dad's got on the phone. Right, and then. I speak to my dad and dad got on the <laughs> phone and, and spoke to me. And so I've, I've had a conversation with him and said, actions and consequences. Your son's done this and this is the consequence. And he, he asked me, did, did you touch him up a little bit? And I won't, won't confirm nor deny that. All right? And then he gets back on the phone and give me back to me son. I hand the phone back over. But dad, not dad. <laughs> oh, God, fuck, oh, God, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And it's like, well, yeah. Like, you know, he like, even said sorry to you. Yeah. Good parenting. Like Good it's, parenting. Yeah. It's like, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, like obviously that kid maybe – had had a bit more of a sheltered life, mm. but it was like, well, I understand this, mate. Like, yeah, you know, when I when I was growing up, you never walked up to a bounce in the pub and told him to fuck off. Like, mm. or if you did, it was a good way to lose some teeth. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. Look, yes, sir. Here's my ID. Can I come inside? Generally, we're about twelve at the time, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like that's how it worked. And then we, we morphed into a society who who that people lost all that respect and that, or and not necessarily to say that you, you know you needed to respect everybody that's out there, but like. Being in the army, well, I, was, I was in the army. One thing that oh. they talk about in the army, okay, right? You respect the rank, not the person. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, because you might hate that person, right? Mm-hmm. But if there's someone else has had to put them in that position, you need to respect them. And I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, teachers these days get a bum rap. You know, a lot of people pick on mm-hmm. them, like, or kids yeah, pick on them. They do. Yep. And it's so like, true. well, hang on a second. Like, you know, they've gone and got that education piece. Mm-hmm. We trust them to be able to teach you. Don't call them names. Don't, don't disrespect them. And, and I was terrible as a student at, at school. <laughs> I was probably horrible, so if any of them are listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like you understand, you know, mm. like you, know, you, you need you need to like respect respect the position that person's in, like police. You mm. know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, they're just doing a job, mm. right? And if they if they're within the scope of their job, you need to look out for them. You, know? mm. and you need to listen to them. So. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a weird change in culture, especially with this cancel culture stuff that's mm. been going as well. Yeah. You know, somebody can build a platform, do all the right things for years, and then uh-uh. you know that whatever their opinion is on something, and they get deplatformed and and lose everything <laughs> out of mm. something, even if it's yeah. what, what they're saying is completely factually correct or. Um, but or a yeah. comment they made from like twenty years ago. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, okay. So in twenty years, that person's opinion hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. I'm pretty sure it might have. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's very weird. Um, there's definitely a lack, or a, the, the respect for authority has, has definitely mm. dropped and diminished. One. Yeah, which is disappointing to see. Um, yeah, it, it's difficult. I mean, you look at what's happening with the US, where everyone sort of um, 
you know, any any action that a police officer takes gets criticised right. to the nth degree, and mm. it's like if you put yourself in that position, let's see how well you'll do. Yeah, mm. uh, but th- that criticism is off of one negative interaction, mm. or inter- interaction. Okay, so now you need to envision. Like, I'd I'd love to see the statistics on how often like police in in America or even in Australia pull someone over. Yeah. Right? And and I'd like I'd like to find out how often we're going to chuck on the front page of a paper. Wait, well, cop does job, yeah. great yeah. job, right? <laughs> like, like, yeah. did good job. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. look, because it, it 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 doesn't happen. But mm. but the one time you know the the cop does the wrong thing, it's mm-hmm. generally on the front page. And that's not to say there's not assholes involved in every industry because there are, mm. right? You know, but but overall, it's it's kind of like well, we always seem to focus on on what we don't like, and the, the, rather than go, well, oh, you're just doing your job. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Know, that's right. Yeah. Well, well, I think one of the things we can all agree on is that combat sports are fantastic for engendering that that sense of responsibility and discipline uh, in in kids, but at, at, in all people as they grow. And as we've learned tonight, you know, losses really, you know, that's that's where we learn so much more from. It's the world we go back to, and uh, ultimately, the more we uh, learn to lose well and recover, it doesn't matter if it's a it's on a big stage in a cage or whether it's uh, just in, you know, your day-to-day life. Um, the stronger you come back from that, the better prepared you are for the future. So um, so thanks so much for joining us again on the Daily Combat Podcast. Thanks so much to our guest here, Absolutely. Greg Hearn. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, wish you every success with all that's coming up with the DFC and more. All right, thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Daily Combat Podcast. If you would like further information about today's guest, Greg Hearn, you can check out his fighting promotion website, diamondbackfc.com. Special thanks also go out to our main sponsor, Real Estate Agents Group. This company is growing to become one of South Australia's largest independent real estate groups, with a board of directors with over 100 years of collective real estate industry experience. Real is for real people, by real people. Check them out on Facebook under Real Estate Agents Group or visit their website urbanandruralsales.com.au. The Daily Combat Podcast is proudly brought to you by Dave Stockbridge, Isabella Rossitano and Hollywood Matt Connolly. Make sure to give us a five-star review as this helps us to continue to promote combat sports in Australia and around the world. You can find out more information about the podcast at dailycombatnews.com. You can also follow us on all social media platforms with full video episodes available on YouTube. Just search The Daily Combat Podcast. Thank you again for listening from all of us here at The Daily Combat Podcast team.